Joining us this week is a man who's always represented Australia well in the world of MMA, our very first UFC champion for his next fight. He'll be taking a break from getting W's on our very own island down under Australia and traveling to a little known place known as Fight Island to take on the face of MMA social media, amongst other great things. Darren Till, the Reaper Robert Whitaker is in the house, Rob. It just has been way too long since we've had you here on the program. It has, it has. I've been a little MIA, but uh, I'm back and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's good, man. This is like Pokemon. A wild Robert Whitaker appears. <laughs> so we're going to savor, savor every moment. And the, the first thing we wanted to sort of kick things off with is obviously your, your oldest son had his birthday a few weeks ago. And the reason why we bring this up is because there was a pretty sweet Spider-Man theme party. This is the, 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 the party that we always had in our dreams growing up as a kid, and he lived it. And we're assuming the biggest Spider-Man in the photo on Instagram was yourself, Rob. Um, so obviously you got to ask, how was the party? And is it possible Robert Whittaker is going to be replacing Tom Holland in the next movie? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, um, once I put on that Spider-Man uh, outfit... His, mm-hmm. his, his job security just left. So um, <laughs> he's got to watch out. He's got to watch out. No, nah, my son loved it. My son loved it. It's always, uh, this is what I live for, you know, giving them what I, just giving them everything they want, trying to make every day for them, you know, a, a party, especially especially days of their birthday. And my, it's my wife more that, that gets into it and really pushes everybody to do everything. Yeah, it, was, it looked absolutely epic, epic and i got to ask you, man, while we're on the topic, and I'm going to put you on the spot right now, what are the top three superheroes of all time, according to Robert Whittaker? Uh, Hulk, Juggernaut, and I don't know. I don't know the third one. Maybe. Well, you like the big ones, huh? You don't like the Batman, some of the smaller guys. You like those heavyweight ones. Oh, yeah. Just see. I don't know. They're just angry. <laughs> they run <laughs> through stuff. True. They just smash stuff. I like them. As for number three, probably The Flash. Okay, was, I feel like you said. One. I feel like you said something once on the show, and it was like a little revelation of like, oh yeah, you you do sort of lean towards the angry superhero. Why do you why do you lean towards the angry superheroes? Because you don't come off as an angry guy, Rob. No, I I, I don't know. I just I, I just like them. They just when they start to get their, their, their when their blood's boiling, they they just get angry. They start destroying everything, and then especially the Hulk. Hulk just gets angrier and angrier and angrier and. Mm. And it's like he, his, his solution to just about any problem is to get angrier. <laughs> well, I'm expecting to see you in a green outfit or with the, the green body paint for next year's birthday party. But let's talk about ISO for a sec, Rob, because a lot of people have been uh, spending a lot of quality time with their family and friends and had an opportunity to uh, catch up and sort of do whatever they were needed to do at home. But what has this sort of last six months or so been like for you? And how's ISO been with your family and uh, sort of being in the lockdown in that period over there in New South Wales, the things are getting a little bit worse. Yeah, honestly, it's it's uh, you have to look at the silver lining for everything. Yeah, obviously the world is crazy, and and uh, you know having to shut all the gyms and everything like that has, has been a nightmare. But to be able to, to spend so much time with my family and, and with my kids and and just and just be at home, it's it, honestly it's it's been an absolute treat. It's been wonderful. You know, I don't think a lot of people would have would have been able to take this time aside and just set it set it out for their families the way the way we've we've been forced to. 
Mm. Not not to make light of the situation, but like, you know, reading your comments sort of uh, towards the start of the year about taking the break from training and stuff. I imagine like when the ISO thing happened and you were like, man, I'm going to be spending heaps of time with my family. This is kind of like a blessing in disguise, I imagine. Is this sort of like the most time you've you've been able to spend with your family since, you know, you've had the rigorous training and schedule of, you know, being a UFC fighter and a UFC champion for the last, you know, however many years? Yeah, you know, uh, honestly, this this this... It, what's going on in the world is terrible. Let me let me, let me disclose mm. it. Let me start with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Precast. Yeah, but <laughs> but like it couldn't happen at a better time for me because <laughs> because <laughs> I, I I I needed a break and it just got extended mm. and and everybody is in the same boat. All the work just shut up shop and everyone was kind of just. It's like the world almost said, okay, everybody, you get a little bit of a break now. Like, like everybody can just spend time with their families and stuff. And I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> and then, mm. and, and not to mention, like, I'm pretty sure I was made for isolation. <laughs> so, like, all, 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 I, all I did was I just, I just woke up, I spent time with the kids, I jumped to my computer, I did some weights, and I that I spent some more time with the kids instead of playing kids on the computer, and that was that was the cycle for for weeks, for months, and uh, yeah, honestly, it, it was like it, it was a holiday. It was such a it's such a big holiday. It was such a such um yeah such an experience. Is there a moment that stands out to you as far as like, you know, something that you weren't able to do previously with like all the training and the rigorous schedule? I imagine the Spider-Man theme party was kind of one of them where you're like, man, because I remember uh, reading how you were missing like birthdays and Christmases mm. and all that kind of stuff. Was that like a, a sort of moment where you're like, man, I didn't get to used to do this stuff? It's a, you know, there were a lot of little events like that. You know, the uh, big thing is when, you, when you're training and preparing for fights all the time, there's, you, it takes so much out of you. So you're going to training and you, you, you know, the object of training is trying to, trying to thrash yourself and get yourself to where you need to be. And, and you come home a wreck and then you repeat that. And after weeks of that, you, you just get more tired and more tired. It's, it's one of those things. So like trying to find the extra energy to, to get up and do something, it, it was just, it was so hard. It was so hard to try to find the motivation to do things outside the norm, to, to go that extra length. And yeah, a lot of parents and, uh, and myself, we still did it, but it, it, was, it was harder to enjoy those moments. But the, this time, like during that break, I had so much, so much energy to do other stuff. I started up like 50 new hobbies. I started oh, wow. doing new things. I mowed the lawn for once. And I was oh. like, <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's some of the other hobbies just out of curiosity? What have you started? I got into archery for a little oh, bit. Nice, yeah. Yeah, um, I was mucking around a compound bow, and then I went just to a normal composite bow, and then I tried getting into knife sharpening. That stuff's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so basically basically all the most dangerous skills that like a rambo would have in case yeah. the world comes to an end you, you you're pretty caught up on especially because of what was going on in the world i was like <laughs> i got i need these skill sets now more than ever let me ask you this <laughs> the the training going into this fight we were talking to dan hooker the other week and he was talking to us about how he was doing hill sprints outside his house he couldn't really go to the gym because of the lockdown in new zealand um, how has it affected your training and how have you sort of come around to uh, getting yourself into shape and getting yourself ready for Darren to sort of having to deal with this ISO and not being able to go to gyms for a long time and sort of being able to do your own stuff at home? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been different. It has been different. 
there's there's the lack of training partners and 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 consistency with the with the gym work and the body work. Um, but you know, I'm I'm very fortunate that I, that I have a gym here at home, and I I, I was able to to work the way I have been uh, to continue working, continue on my strength. Like, like, um, like Dan Hooker said, like the, the road, the road doesn't leave. So I was, I was out there on the road, running roads, um, hitting up a park and, and doing sprints and doing everything, every, do, doing everything in my power that I could. Uh, you know, the, the thing is everybody's in the same boat. Everybody has had to do the same thing. So it is what it is. Like, is it optimal for anyone? No, it's not, but we, we, we were very fortunate. We were able to, were able to just continue working during this time, and you know, I guess take people's mind off what's going on. Mm. What what is sort of like the biggest difference between like the Robert Whitaker training now versus say the Robert Whitaker that was preparing for UFC 248? You know, before before you took the break, where you were sort of heading in that direction, where you were like, dude, I need to change some things. Like, what's the biggest sort of difference now? And um, when when did you sort of specifically find that sort of the, the fire and the passion sort of came back, you know, for, for training and everything? Well, to be honest, like um, when I went on my break, I didn't know what I wanted to do because because I was so burnt out. I just didn't feel – and everyone's felt it. Like when, when mm. you do something for so long and you hit that grind, you just get sick of everything and you find no motivation to do anything, even if it's something you enjoy. If you thrash it too much, like you, you, just, you, you just lose it. So uh, – I hit a point where I was just I was just so so burnt out. I just needed I needed a break. I, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't have any sort of idea on on what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go in the gym because the gym for me is always a uh, a means to an end. Like the, the the fight for me is always what has driven me. I I drive for the fight. I like fighting. I I learn skill sets for the fight. So um with with, with no fight in sight and and and. The idea of not knowing if I wanted to fight anymore, I didn't want to go to the gym. So that took like a massive chunk out of my life that I had to kind of work around. And it, 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 honestly, it was very weird for me just uh, just being in limbo, I guess, not not telling myself to do anything, not making plans, like having that solid break where I was just doing nothing. I was waking up every day <laughs> working out what I was doing that day. It was uh, it was weird, but um. Eventually, as I as I started to get rejuvenated and just get refreshed, and and started to unwind, that that fire, that longing to get in there, to get to work, to fight, it just came back with with more fervor than ever. And uh, like that's when I knew, like it, it wasn't it wasn't so much what I was doing; it was the way I was doing it. So I just needed to I just needed to change some things that that um. Make it make things a little different to how I was doing them before. Mm. Did you? You sort of touched on it. Did you ever think about sort of hanging up the gloves and just thinking, you know what? While I'm finding myself, maybe I'll just do something else in life. Maybe maybe you won't be fighting, and I've done enough. I've held a world title. Did you ever? You know, those thoughts it, ever uh, cross your mind? It's not. It's not one of the things that I was like. You know, like. It's not one of the things I was like. You know, I, I think I'm going to retire. Like it wasn't a thought in my head. It was. Mm-hmm. It was more so a. I knew that if, like during my break, if I didn't find that spark, I would have to hang up the gloves. Like, and I had to had to be cool with that possibility because the the whole thing going into my break was not having any sort of preconceived notion on what I was going to do, or like how it was going to end, and 
what I was going to do afterwards, after the break. It was, it was, it was more. Again, that's why it was so weird for me. Even talk trying to trying to explain it now sounds weird. It's <laughs> like it just going out there with, with with nothing on the table, no plans on what to do anything, and just resting, relaxing. Like wake, you you'll get it when I say like I got I went to bed and didn't set an alarm to wake up. You know, I woke up with no plans on what to do that day. I just woke up and then asked family what they're doing, and then <laughs> you know what I mean, and yeah. then and then rinse and repeat. It's just, it was it was it was weird, but it was it was much needed because it just it just cleared so much clutter in my head. Mm. I imagine it's needed because uh, you know when you do that for so long, eventually you probably get bored of it, and you're like, all right, I need to do you know something more, something sort of more structured. But you, you did say like you you had to change a few things. What was it that you actually changed? Was it like was it coaching stuff? Was it something to do with training? Less training? Was it how? Because I imagine you're still training, like to be, you know, a, a world class fighter. Obviously, you're doing that. So, how how do you find that balance? Where did you change? Uh, you know, fortunately for me, I have a I have a great team. I have like with with with, with my my coaches and with the the fellas, everyone's uh, and all the guys in the team. They're so supportive of me. So um, when when I went there and I told them where I was at and stuff, you know, we all started spitballing. We all started brainstorming on, on what we could do. And especially with, with, with my coach, Alex Prats and Andrew Canale, those two guys, like I sat down with them and, and got their feedback on a lot of things. And they, they just they just said, like, it, it makes 100% sense. Like, you've been doing the same thing for seven years and so many changes have been happening, but you're not the same person you were seven years ago. Like, and I'm not. I've got more kids. I've, <laughs> I'm older. I've got, I've got different responsibilities. Like things change, and you have to change with them. Just, and they don't need to be drastic changes. They just need to be little changes. Because, like, seven years ago, I used to stay up till three a.m. <laughs> every day, <laughs> you know. And then, but, but I can't do that anymore because I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, old body getting so. so I, I have to. I, I had to just change with the times and make little tweaks. It's not huge changes. Thanks for finding Daryl, and you just. It's kind of. Different to a lot of the other opponents that you've had in the past, where it's you know, yeah, you can't go in there and have fun and entertain the fans. When you see that this is going to be your next opponent, does that kind of help? Right, knowing that hey, this is going to be, it's still going to be a tough fight, but in a lot of ways, this is going to be a fun one for me. Like Darren seems like a cool guy to do fight week, fight week with, and Darren's a cool guy to build up a fight in a different, in a different way with. Uh, honestly, honestly, it's the same as it always been. Like um. It, it it's cool it, how it's a different approach, but I'm not really thinking about like whether Darren's a cool guy or not. Like before the fight was lined up, it, it was cool to to just josh back and forth and then you know have a bit of a laugh at it, try to make some interest with, for the fight. But once once we kind of knew we were fighting, I don't really care what sort of person he is. It's one of those things where all all I'm focusing on now is just focusing on crushing him. Yeah, I mean, is it is it is it one of those things where you can't really see him as like a guy that could be your friend after the fight's said and done? Now that it's all official and you're in training camp, mentality-wise, do you have to sort of look at him in a different light compared to before when you guys were sort of joking around on the internet? Well, 
Yeah, yeah, for one, let me just say, I have no friends in the middleweight division. <laughs> I, I can't be friends with anybody I could be fighting. So let's just clear that up. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and two, mate, we're in the fight game. You know, it, it's cool to to be lined up with a guy that isn't acting like a gronk. <laughs> but, uh, but at the end of the day, He's coming to take what's mine, and I'm coming to take what's his. And, you know, that's the game we're in. That's the fight game. That's the fight world. Yeah, well, it's it's a very it's look. It's a it's going to be an exciting fight, and we're all looking forward to it so much. But when you come to look at this relationship uh, building into the fight, I'm just wondering: is is he messaging you behind the scenes? Do you guys speak? Do you guys DM? Was has there been any conversations outside of what we've seen on social media? Um, no, not really, not really. There's no, like you, you haven't ghosted him, have you, Rob? He hasn't been messaging you, and then you're just not responding <laughs> no, to him. The, no, the, the thing is, it's like we're just cool. We're cool. Um, he's 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 doing his thing. I'm doing mine. Uh, you know, we have a bit of we have a bit of fun, but we're both respectful. But you know, don't 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 get us wrong. The the weeks are getting closer, and our our sights are set on each other's faces. You know, like it's it's mm. it's, it's wartime. You know, I'm I'm ready for the fight of my life, and I'm going to bring the fight of his life. Mm. Just quickly, what do you think about the memes and the face swaps that he's been doing? There's 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 so many classics. There's one of uh, you, him, and Israel as octagon girls. Yeah. There's uh, him putting his face on your face. What do you think of all that fun stuff? Um, yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's he's funny. Uh, I I I think I much prefer his approach to to. To trash talking, if you would, than than mm-hmm. other people, because like I don't understand why people need to need to get so into it. We, we're we're gonna fight, you know what I mean? Mm. We're, we're gonna fight. There's there's I know some people have to get emotionally invested in it, but whatever, you know. It's 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 a new approach. It's original. It's cool. Mm. While we're talking about some of the internet antics that Darren Till gets up to, have you seen some of this Mike Perry stuff and the website that he, that he created for Mike Perry? <laughs> Where nah, he's not got, really. Well, I'll tell you what. You got, I will send you the link after this. You have to check it out. Um, him and Mike apparently had an agreement though online where they actually decided to have a bit of fun and uh, have a bit of an online beef to keep people entertained. But uh, just quickly, while I mention Mike as well, he had a big win uh, over the weekend, and he's sort of talking about moving up to middleweight. I'm just curious, as someone who's obviously moved up to the division, become a champion yourself, what do you think about Mike Perry's plans to possibly fight in the, in, in the middleweight division? Do you think? That he could find some success as well. Yeah, like definitely he could find a success. It's he's he's a tough guy, man. I I, mm. I, I every time I watch him, he surprises me honestly. <laughs> because even that last fight, he wasn't faster than he wasn't faster than Mickey Gall. Like, he, but he but he looked like he just like everything everything Mickey Gall threw at at Mike. Mike just was like was like he could handle it. He, he could sprawl out of the shots. He countered with his own shots. When he got on top, he did damage. He just, and he must hit hard. I, I assume that's his ace because there's got to be a reason why. Like, well, given he he's tough as nails, um, but he but he must hit buddy hard as well. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to crack the enigma of why why Mike Perry <laughs> so as so as successful as he is. But um, hmm. yeah, I, I definitely think like. Just, just with, just with him being tough and hitting hard and having that, like that decent, well-rounded skill set. Like, I'm sure he could get have success moving up. 
We've seen a lot of fighters talk about the fact that he had his girlfriend in the corner and now their partners are saying, hey, what about us? Why aren't we in your corner? Has the wife said anything yet, Rob, about potentially flying to Fight Island and being the third corner person for Darren Till now that he said no. the precedent, Mike Perry? <laughs> no, no. She, even she thought it was a little weird. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just... Yeah. Do your thing. If he likes it and he's happy with it, why not? This is his ride and his journey. He can do the, he can do it the way he wants to. Why not? Mm. I wanted to ask you, Rob. What's what's like? How do you view this Darren Till fight? What does it sort of mean to you? Um, people are saying that this is kind of like a rebound fight, and and I wonder, like you know, coming from the Israel fight in in Melbourne at two forty three, what is what is I guess the mentality like going to this Darren Till fight? Um, it's. I'm just going to go in there and have fun with it. To be honest, it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> the pressure's been on so heavily the, the the last few years, and everything's been just ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. I just uh, I want to I want to take a step back, take all the skill sets I've been working on, and go in there and just be relaxed and let them out. I want to go out there and I want to just have fun with it. I want to be creative with it. I want to um I just want to fight like me. You know, I want to enjoy the ride. I want to enjoy this experience. Is there, is there like a difference going to a fight, you know, without without the belt, without that pressure of defending the belt? I'm sort of trying to, I'm curious if there's a difference in, uh, in I don't know, just like sort of mentality being like a hungry title contender or challenger as opposed to like a defending champion. You hear GSP and Anderson talk so much about, you know, the, the pressures that come with defending the title again and again. Yeah, there was definitely pressure, especially like fighting at home a lot. I found mm. I found it was hard with, with, with the... The title up in the air, like it was, um, there's just so much more around it. There's so much surrounding the um, the fights. It's uh, yeah, it, it got a bit much. You know what I mean? I I, I didn't, but uh, it, it it comes with the territory. Uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm looking forward for a change, for a change to to, to fighting, you know, a different country, no crowd. Like just just a ranking fight. It's uh, it's gonna be fresh. I, I feel, I feel the theme for this fight is fresh. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, you mentioned you want to just sort of fight, you know, like you. And I'm I'm wondering when you look back on your on your last few fights. When was the last time you really felt like you were sort of yourself in that octagon? When was the last time you felt like you were fighting like the Robert Whitaker that you sort of know in your head? Um, like probably like probably Romero won. Uh, Romero too a little bit, but I was kind of getting getting a little bit stiff and 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 pent up then. You know, certainly not in that last fight, but it is what it is. Mm. How do you feel like you match up against Darren Till? Um, I feel like there's something about this fight, man. It's just a fan favorite, hardcore fan kind of fight. There's such a huge buzz around it. I feel like it's one of the the, the bigger fights on Fight Island. But obviously, Darren Till, he's kind of joking, saying like, "Oh man, I hope Rob, you know, doesn't come in shape. I hope it's like an easy night for me." And I, and he he respects you, obviously. But I'm just wondering, and and he he says that he he's hoping to beat you in the first couple of rounds. How do you see yourself matching up against him? Um, yeah, honestly, I think he's got a, he's got a good skill set, but I think I'm honestly I think I'm better across the board. Uh, I also hope I can get him out of there very quickly, <laughs> and it's not going to be, and it's not going to be due to lack of trying. Trust me. Um, but I'm prepared. I'm prepared to make it a slugfest. I'm prepared to make it hell. I um I'm going to get in there and I'm going to do my thing. Uh, and 
how 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 it happens and how it works. So I'm going to take the win where I see it. Mm. I mean, it, it's it's fascinating because Darren Tilley, he's had obviously an up and down run. He's had some issues with guys like Tyron Woodley who have you know used some grappling against him and sort of taken him off his game. But when you look at the Darren Till now compared to the Darren Till that was recently, you know, losing in in a lower weight class, do you see some changes there and a sort of a bit of a different fighter compared to that one that lost against Tyron Woodley? Um, you're certainly against the Gaslam fight. He, he fought very differently. He stuck to his solid game plan. The game plan changed his style significantly. Um, but it's, we'll have to wait and see what, what he brings to the night. I'm sure he, he, you know, one thing he certainly has is more experience. So he'll be ready for that. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a different ball game. Mm. I guess the big question is, what are you giving up ahead of uh, this Darren Till fight? Remember when we spoke to you about uh, Gaslam, you gave up Mexican food, mm. even though you loved it. Can't have anything like your opponents. What are you giving up ahead of this Darren Till I fight? Don't, I don't know him well enough. I don't know anything like it. Mm. Apparently he it. likes gaming and spending time with his family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, the fight is... is going to be a really good one we can't wait to see it it's it's also interesting because i suppose i mean there is a, a ton on the line here um israel desanya is going to be fighting polo costa next but in your mind is this the the fight to de- decide who the next person is to fight for the title and i'm also just wondering in terms of yourself personally obviously being the champion again is so important but you're kind of enjoying being a contender and being in the rankings and sort of fighting these fun fights are you interested in sort of fighting for the title next or would you be happy to sort of hang out in the division and fight some other guys before you get back to fighting I, Israel again? I haven't even thought about it. Honestly, it's, I haven't even thought about it. I'm just enjoying the, enjoying the ride. Like I said, I like, I'm, I'm just a ranker now. So I'm, I'm in there. I'm, I'm looking to fight Darren Till. Beat him. Worry about the next step after. Just one thing quickly that, that pops into my mind, uh, Rob, while we've still got you. One of the things that, I mean, you're both sort of fan favorite guys. One of the coolest and most sort of uh, things that people like about Darren Till was after the Gaslam win, he spoke about how, you know, even though he loves fighting, he was so terrified and scared to go out that night that he was just looking for ways and excuses to fake an injury. And uh, I love seeing fighters, you know, so brutally honest and so candid. And, and you know, I guess we're in a sport where it's, uh, you know, people don't want to say stuff like that. People want to be seen as like a contender and tough and stuff like that. But it's good when fighters pull back the curtain. Have you, have you ever had a moment like that in your career? Maybe warming up for a fight or getting ready for a fight and you're just like, like, oh man, this. <laughs> I guess like Darren Till didn't even want to go out there. No, no, it's not that. Like every every time I'm behind that black curtain, I um, I really like I think, why the hell am I here? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> terrible. But it's it, it's uncomfortable for for just about everyone. It's it's one of those things. Nerves, mate. Mm. So you mentioned the the not fighting in front of the crowd, and I just want to quickly touch on that. It's an interesting situation. You'll be on Fight Island. There's not really going to be a crowd. You're going to be sort of flying over to this created area by the UFC. And I'm, I'm wondering, does that sort of add to the excitement for you? You mentioned that it's sort of a pretty epic setup. How, how yeah. do you feel about it right now? And, and sort of how does it feel to have that surrounding for your big return fight? No, it's going to be very different. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to that change. I'm looking forward to getting away from the comfort zone, from getting away from like all the the, the love I have homebound, the getting away from, you know, mm. uh, like trying there's out more, more pressure huh? fighting locally, right? Like when you you're certainly, headlining, certainly. yeah. Especially when the the fight's as big as it was last time, you know, it's one of those things. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting there. I fought with no crowd before though when I was in the Ultimate Fighter, so it's very very similar. Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting in there, getting to work, and then coming home. 
All right. Well, as we let you go, Rob, the que- the big question in everybody's minds is this: When is Grange TV returning? Uh, we miss you on Grange TV. We miss our fabs. What's going on? What is what is the future for Grange TV so far? Um, ISO Grange TV edition. Yeah, I've I've put the podcasting on hold for for a little bit. It's uh, it was eating up a lot of my time. Plus, I wanted to focus on a, a couple other side projects I have, such as like Twitch streaming and, mm. and just doing a little, a few other little things, so they can computer based. Mm. I am curious though. Are you and Fab still working together in some kind of capacity? Because um, I'd, I'd hope to see the memes continue, right? We, we need Fabs in the, in the <laughs> yeah. Robert Whitaker team for we, the memes to continue. We've um, we've we've taken separate approaches for 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 the last few months, just because uh, he he has some projects he wanted to work on. That were mm. just very, very time consuming and time heavy. And, you know, that's that's it. You know, it was it was a time where I was going on break. He had some different projects so we were like, let's just let's just, you know, run our own ship for a little bit. And yeah, you know, that's 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 kind of where we're at. Are you guys gonna sort of reconvene sometime in the future and work on stuff together or is this kind of like the end of the partnership for now? Uh, well, perhaps we life's very busy. <laughs> you know, like, like life doesn't stop, so I'm still hustling away for the other coaches that I have, and my team. He's working on his projects and things. Where life leads, who knows? You know, mm. but um, uh, he, he's he's been very successful doing his stuff, and uh, like I'm I'm still working on mine, making great gains. So I'm we're happy with everything so far. Yeah, in the meantime, you're becoming the real-life Rambo as well, so he needs to, <laughs> everyone needs to keep that in mind. Guys, if, uh, if the end of the world comes, go to Robert Whitaker's house over there in Grange, and for the meantime, follow <laughs> the man at Robert Whitaker MMA on Twitter and Instagram. He's fighting Darren Till, obviously, in this massive five-round battle on Fight Island, July 25th, 26th in Australia and New Zealand. And you can also grab your Robert Whitaker T-shirts and gear. He's actually got a giveaway going right now. You can win a fight kit. And it looks like every time you put up merchandise, Rob, uh, Darren Till comments underneath wanting a freebie. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you think he'll get it after the fight? Probably. We'll see. <laughs> there you guys go. The massive fight on Fight Island. We can't wait. Thank you so much for joining us, Rob. Always love having you on the program. Nah, thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy.